Welcome to a special bonus episode of Women of Marvel. I'm Ellie Pyle. Back in April, Angelique had the pleasure of interviewing singer-songwriter Cash Page. In partnership with Def Jam, she, along with Saint Bodie and Bobby Sessions, were paired with a Marvel writer, Danny Lore, to create a three-page comic for the last three issues of ta Coates' Black Panther. On May 26th, the final issue of Black Panther will feature Cash Page's story about Shuri. In this interview, Cash tells us a little about the story, her journey to music, and the meaning behind her name. Stay tuned. Yo, so welcome to Women of Marvel. Hey, let's go. (laughs) I'm really excited. You are writing a story as a Def Jam artist, as part of this really cool like collaboration that's happening, bringing in three rising Def Jam stars to be in the last three issues of ta Coates' Black Panther series. And yours in particular is actually going to be in the very last one, which is mad dope, right? Like that's like mm-hmm. a, a really huge deal because ta has been writing Black Panther for a good amount of time. You decided that you wanted to tell a Shuri story. What was it for you that was like, yo, I want to tell a Shuri story. Let's make it happen. Well, so basically in the story, it's just like showing empowerment and showing that, you know, I am who I am and really just like taking over, honestly. Like I just, I can't really tell the whole comic right now, but <laughs> but I can for sure say that I was given um, the decision to make to, you know, make a big a big part go on in the, the story so i love that and i also love the fact that like at marvel everybody has their own origin story how did you get started as an artist what drew you to the genre of music and like what the particular genre you feel most passionately about whenever it comes to music i started whenever i was 16 years old i'm 20 now you know i was really into sports at the time it was kind of like i ran track i played softball that's the dream and the destiny my parents had for me. But I always had, you know, a soft spot for music. I just was never consistent because I had so many different things going on. You're about to graduate high school. It's college, college, college in my ears. So I'm like, it, it sounds good, but I feel like I just want to be able to do whatever I want to do. It happened for me. It kind of just was a, a lot of my life story is kind of crazy. You know, I ran away from home because, you know, it was like, I didn't understand, you know, I just wanted to do music. My mom didn't want me to do music. So, you know, I made a decision to run away from home. And right when I did that, that's when I got into manifesting. As I was gone, I was surrounding myself with people that were there for me and saying, nah, you got this. This is what's going to happen for you. My mom just didn't understand. Of course, she's worried, sick or whatever. So eventually I had to go home or whatever. But it was kind of like I felt the energy of my life was changing. I'm like, okay, a lot of good things are happening for me. And time started going by, and I remember this day like it was yesterday. She was just like, you need to apply for um, college, and you need to apply for a job. I always had a job, but I always would quit, because I'm like, I want to, it's like, it's something that's telling me no. And I just told her something's going to happen. I remember the next day I was sitting in the garage, and I got a call from Deb Jam, and that's what inspired me to really, you know, keep going, because I wanted to give up, but I always had that thing in the back of my mind. It's like, nah, something's going to happen for you. So now that I've gotten into it, it's kind of just not even really creating a genre it's just like i am who i am and the music that i make i just want everybody to be able to relate to me in my story or their story 
Well, and I think that's such a really dope parallel to Shuri, right? Like Shuri as a character in and of herself is kind of blazing her own path, right? Like even as, you know, a quote unquote princess, you know, she really goes into science. And, you know, for those who are like really familiar with a lot of the Black Panther comic book stories that have happened, like there are moments where her mom is like, yo, your brother is gone. We don't know where he is. We don't know if he's coming back. And there's like this dope piece that was written by a writer named Nettie Akorafor, another like really dope trailblazing writer. And, you know, Shuri's mom comes up and is like, so you need to take on the mantle. And she's like, nah, I'm good. That's not what I want to do like that. I'm not. And she literally like go, there's a moment where she is running away from, you know, what that is to like to figure out who she is and like how she flows in the comics. There's a lot more details to it. Like it goes into it. My comic book fans are like on page 10. (laughs) And I'm like, no, but, but I think that's really dope. So like for you, how did you first come in like contact exposure with Marvel? Like what is your Marvel origin story? Honestly, I remember um, just always seeing Spider-Man. My brother played the PlayStation 2. And it was the game, I can think it was called The Last Spider-Man or Spider-Man 2. But I've never really been into comics until now, just getting, you know, more educated on it and, you know, getting this dope opportunity my way. I love that. And so you actually got a chance to work with this really, really dope. I look at and I love their work, Danny Lore. So Danny is working with you as kind of like the partner writer. Like it's it's almost like a collab as if somebody was working on a song with you. Like, what are you hoping for folks to take away from your story that is going to be put out there? Just knowing that it's like it's OK to be you. Don't let anybody tell you no. Always fight for what you want. And just take over the world is yours is literally in your hand. Mm. So as an artist, I got to ask, like you're familiar with storytelling and making your own unique voice heard. How cool is it that there are going to be young folks, a little bit younger than you, who are going to pick up these comic books and like see your name and like read your story? It's actually going to be pretty crazy. Like even thinking about stuff like that, it sounds so unrealistic, but it's like it's God's blessings and God's timing. And the fact that I was even an artist that was chose, you know, to be a part of this dope situation, I'm extremely happy. I just can't wait to see the reviews. What was the process of you getting chosen? Like, did you just get an email? Folks were just like, yo, yeah. bet. <laughs> what I, I kind of just got an email. My uh, my team was just like, yo, Cash, Marvel wants to partner up with Dev Jam. And they chose you, St. Bobby and Bobby Sessions. And what's dope is me and Bobby Sessions are both from Dallas. So I'm like, hey, we both get, you know, shine on the D-Town. So I was, you know, pretty happy for that. Nice, nice, nice. Next for you, like, what are you working on now? Like, what are the projects you're you're most excited about? Like, talk to me a little bit about that. Not too long ago, probably a week or two ago, I was on Beyonce's Ivy Park, Icy Park campaign. And so that's been bringing a lot of modeling things my way. I'm kind of just right now creating a brand and, setting up my team you know your life is based around what you do and the people that you have around you so i always want to you know just set myself around people that can not only just educate me but be a part of my journey and we grow together you know just have fun and just live life we young i just turned 20 you know so i'm still learning a lot about life and decision making and you know a lot of music and you've talked about it a little bit. You're originally from Dallas. How do you bring that Texas sound to your music? If you could define, yo, I'm bringing Texas to my music, like, what does that sound like? You always gonna hear the low voices, the chopped and screw voices. I was just talking about this earlier. 
I love having a low voice under one of my vocals. So it's like, oh, okay. It, it brings you to that that feeling of feeling like you're just thrown, you know? And yeah. I think like that's the vibe I always bring on all my songs. You'll know it's Cash Page if you hear a low, low voice on it. I love it. I love it. So who are your biggest musical influences? So I like Isaiah Rashad. Okay. I like Mac Miller, SZA, Nirvana, Flatbush Zombies. It, it, the list can just go on and on. Yes, Flatbush Zombies. I'm sorry. I just got <laughs> real excited. Like, that's not that's not what people like. Yeah, Flatbush Zombies. Like, that's not the first <laughs> thing people mention when they talk about influences. That's really dope. All right. So this is a very important question. Artists are like superheroes and they take on names that like really personify their work. And I read that your name is actually an acronym. So can you break that down for folks who are newer to you and your music and are just going to get introduced with this comic and why you chose it? Cash means kill all arrogance, stop hatred. Growing up, my mom used to dress me. I was around kids that had the fresh new Jordans and the fresh new outfits. I couldn't wear that. My mom thought that was, you know, too too boyish for me at that time and so yeah right <laughs> yo yo I, yo I just I just dusted off a brand new pair of J1s and laced them up <laughs> last night and had this conversation with a friend and I was like yo I don't post my sneakers because I grew up in that kind of atmosphere where folks were like oh no we're not gonna bring you to the comic book store we're not gonna we're you know you shouldn't be wearing high top sneakers like I don't know why you want those cross trainers same kind of mentality being from the south wow I'm sorry to interrupt but like no, that's just good. so on point yeah it's like you you already know like this that that makes your insecurities and your self-esteem go so low because you're like dang am i not you know i'm not not as good as you guys like i'm not you know i, I don't understand why i can't wear the same things that these cool people wear or you know like how they talk and the way they dress like i just wanted to be like that so i used to hate myself because i couldn't be like them so that's why i came with will kill all arrogance stop hatred i want to kill that hate that i had because it's like the best person you can be is yourself. If people don't love you for you, then they're not for you. Word, word. Okay, so I gotta know, like if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Ooh, probably invisibility. Every time somebody chooses invisibility, I gotta know why. <laughs> I feel like just being able to be a fly on the wall, you gotta, I, I like to know everything. So it's just like, if, if I could be in a room and I already heard you talking mess about me, or I already knew what was next up for me, I'm in there. You don't even see me, but I'm in here and I know now, you know? So I just want to have invisibility <laughs> or teleportation, one of them. Spoken like a true storyteller. What about you? Me, teleportation. You, hey. you hit it on the head. Like if I could go anywhere, I, yo, especially if it was teleportation mixed with time travel. So like anywhere at any time, do you feel like you have a superpower? Um, manifestation is my superpower. And a lot of people, like, a lot of people manifest, but I'm one of those people, I'm a Capricorn, you know? So I feel like... Word. <laughs> Scorpio. I get it. Big I energy. It. Big energy, you know? Scorpio, Capricorn gang is real big energy. And I feel like when you speak on it, we're already determined people. So it's like, when we speak on it, we already gonna get it done. And it's just the universe is gonna bless, you know? So I feel like I have a good way of just using the power of my tongue or just the way I live my life. Word. I love it. Okay. So for folks who want to learn more about you, more about your work, more about what's coming up, like where can folks find you and your music, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok laid out? Hey, my Instagram is 
Cash Page, K-A-A-S-H Page, P-A-I-G-E. And my Twitter is Cash My Checks. That's my alter ego, though. I, I guess that's what you'll call my, my super villain. <laughs> so all you need to do is cash my checks. Exactly. <laughs> I'm really excited that you're part of the Marvel family and you're going to be like in this and especially like repping for the South. So congratulations. Nah, thank you. I appreciate the call. It's, y'all's energy is dope. Thank you so much again to Cash Page. The final issue of ta Coates' Black Panther, Black Panther number 25, comes out wherever you get comics May 26th. Now, I have an announcement to make. I can finally tell you what I've been working on. The Marvel audio team and I have been working on a new fiction podcast series, and I'm so glad we can finally talk about it. Coming June 1st to SiriusXM is Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord, and here is our hot off the presses preview. Sometimes the bad guys win. The bad guys won. You're saying they're dead. You're certain of that? A war Coordinated zone. effort on the part Captain of Captain America is Black dead. Widow is dead. Thor. Iron is Man dead. is dead. Rocket? Yes. Earth officially sucks. I'm Peter Quill, but you can call me. Star-Lord. You are a guardian of the galaxy. A long time ago, a long, long time ago, we were the guardians of the galaxy. But, uh, that was before, and, well, this is now. Even if you still consider yourself the guardians, you're 30 years too late to make any difference here. It's a quest. The Guardian's epic quest for cosmic glory. This mission of atonement you're on, it's gonna get us both killed. It'll be fine. I got my six shooters and my booster boot. Ugh, the last time you tried to fly in those things, you ended up with a concussion and a broken arm. Before this is all over, I'm gonna prove I'm just as good as I ever was. Just you wait. Just give me a sec. Not the walk, man. It'll take me to my happy place. Hang on. You really have the attention span of a toddler. All right. Okay. All set. We can proceed. Marvel Entertainment and Sirius XM present Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord. Starring Timothy Busfield as Star-Lord, Chris Elliott as Rocket, Patrick Page as Craven the Hunter, Dylan Baker as Doom with performances by Vanessa Williams, Asif Manvi, and Danny Glover. Explore the apocalyptic alternate future of the Marvel Universe in Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord. The first series in the thrilling new multi-part audio epic premieres Tuesday, June 1st on the SiriusXM app and desktop player, plus everywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Learn more at SiriusXM.com Wastelanders. Marvel's Wastelanders Old Man Star-Lord stars Timothy Busfield as Star-Lord, Chris Elliott as Rocket, and Nadine Malouf as Korra. The series will also feature Patrick Page as Craven the Hunter, with Vanessa Williams as Emma Frost and Danny Glover as Red. 
In a shadowy alternate future of the Marvel Universe, the villains have finally won, and heroes are nothing but a bad memory. Marvel's Wastelanders Old Man Star-Lord finds Peter Quill and Rocket a little slower and a lot saltier than they were during the glory days of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They quickly discover the Earth isn't what it used to be either when they crash land 30 years after Doctor Doom and all of the other villains took control. They find a barren desert wasteland, which includes outlaw ghost riders and the bloodthirsty Craven the Hunter. For more info, go to marvel.com slash wastelanders. I am so excited for you all to finally hear this series that I have been working on with one of the producers of this show, M.R. Daniel and Jill DeBoff, our director of audio, Brad Barton. We've all been working on this. It's been such a great project and the whole team has been involved. It's been really a delight. And we've gotten to work with some amazing talent on this. The writer is Ben Percy, who you will know from many Marvel comics and the Wolverine podcasts. Our director is Kimberly Senior. You can listen to the show starting June 1st on Sirius XM. We will be dropping our first two episodes, so you don't even have to wait for the second episode. It'll be right there on day one. On Thursday, May 20th, Kyle Anderson hosted a town hall with Timothy Busfield, Danny Glover, Vanessa Williams, and me. You can watch the entire thing now on Marvel Entertainment and SiriusXM's YouTube channels. That's it for this episode of Women of Marvel. Join us next week for all things Marvel's MODOK, which I am also super excited about. It's just a very exciting time. Until next time, this is Marvel, your universe. Women of Marvel is produced by Alexis Williams and Zachary Goldberg, along with Judy Stevens, Angelique Rocher, and me, Ellie Pyle. Our development manager is Brad Barton, and Jill DeBoff is our director of audio. Special thanks to Cash Page. <laughs>